There's Blake to Roy. This is for the And welcome into the Backyard Banter Podcast live from Spud Studios in Tigard, Oregon. I am your host, Connor Scott, and joining me this week, as they do each week, to my left, Tyler Bagenstoss. Over to my right, it's Kyle George. And behind the computer monitor running our ones and twos, it's Pods Tom, Tom Gilkey. You can find us on social media, both Twitter and Instagram at yes. underscore Backyard Banter. Please give us a follow there. Please, We've please, been posting please. a couple polls. We want to hear about topics you and your friends are debating or things that are coming up in your world that you either want advice you want debated you want kind of discussed otherwise at underscore backyard banter both twitter and instagram kyle some news in your world apparently this weekend i, I believe you signed maybe a new lease or something Ooh. in that regard a new apartment building in the works did i did and um yeah it's a big move moving in with the gf so, uh, oh shit! Taking that, taking that step, boys. A uh, little nerve wracking, obviously. It's a growing big up, step. Growing up, baby. But uh, no, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, obviously, we like we spend most nights together anyway, so I, yeah. I don't anticipate a huge transition. But boys, the biggest thing is I do get a man cave. There's man an extra cave. bedroom, oh, yes. and it is dedicated. It's the only room that I really get to do my own thing in. Yep. But I do have a man cave. As uh, the only other member of this podcast, I believe currently living with the GF, I, I would like to pass on to you kyle there's an adjustment period but really everything just gets better there's people to help you do things that are more productive um whereas (laughs) the male counterparts i I mean i love you guys but we would be lazy pieces of shit if we all lived together it honestly life eventually gets better once you uh get used to kind of like having to clean up after yourself all the simple things that are like making your lunch the night before expectations that's a foreign concept to me making the lunch (laughs) night before doesn't happen well the good news about kyle and his girlfriend is they're they're heavy postmates okay chloe I didn't know if we wanted to get that yeah. personal shout out, Chloe. They're Postmates member. I mean, I'm like, a, yeah. What's well, that? Gold Postmates Star Club, or whatever I mean, it would yeah. be. That's it. we're elite at that. That's okay. Sure. <laughs> so along with moving in with the girlfriend, the, uh, another question I wanted to ask is to the whole podcast here. Tom also just bought his first house. So lots to Tom. Know it. I believe in June that was. Damn. Uh, what sells you guys on your apartment or home when you're looking, you're touring, whatever it may be. Um, obviously we're getting to that point in our lives where we're right on the fringe. Tyler yes. also owns his own house. I should note that's just not new. We already Shut spud studios yep. is in spud Tyler's studio, house. Baby. The farm. We'll yeah. Peel back the curtain there. Yep. Um, what sells you guys most when you're looking at a new apartment, new house? I want to start with Kyle, obviously, cause it's most recent for him. Well, that's, it's funny that Tom, awesome. That's congratulations on that. But I was actually looking for a potential house before we ended up signing this lease. And when I was looking for a house, there was like, two major factors that I wanted just because living in an apartment, you don't get these things. And that was a garage for dad tools and dad activities. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, always need your own garage as, as a male. Uh-huh. And <laughs> two, I wanted some sort of like backyard area to where I could have like my own yard and whatnot. 
at the end of the day, it wasn't really the right time for me to buy a house. Um, so I'm going to push Smart that out though. a year. Yeah. Um, and I'm fine with living in an apartment. Apartment, I'm just looking for like nice interior, like good quality everything, basically. Like appliances? Exactly. Like, okay. Unless you're like, if you're looking at Portland, obviously you're not going to really get that a lot of time because the price is so high. But since I'm moving to the suburbs, it's like I'm looking for good quality um, amenities are good, that kind of stuff. So basics. Okay, yeah. Tom, I want to I want to swing this one to you because you're second most recent in terms of your purchase. Uh, what what was the main thing you were looking for when you were kind of focusing on your house? I mean, you're the only one as of the last year, I think, to find their house. Tyler was two years ago now. I think it's been like four now. Four? Yeah. You've owned this Damn. house? Oh shit! After college. Damn, time flies. Tom, what were you looking for? I would like always start with the location of where you want to live. I think location, is a big thing. Location, 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 location. Um, past that, Kyle made some good points about things you do want. I think like a garage and a yard are pretty big ones, but looking at a bunch of houses, there's, it actually comes down to, I think what you don't want. You you see more of the things that like you don't like in the house. And off the top of my head, I can't really think of anything, but just like seeing the wrong size of kitchen or seeing certain type of walls or certain types of floor are actually some of the bigger deterrents than mm. things that you're looking and different for. Different perspective. And yeah, si- I like that. And since I have no clue, because I've never shopped for a house in my life to this point, <laughs> is it something where, like, at a certain price range, you're getting a lot of the same look? And so, like you said, then it becomes what you don't want versus what you want. Like, if I if I myself am in a certain range, am I going to see kind of the same house with a different layout over and over? By that, I mean, like, kind of a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath or I whatever. Mean, yeah, work. you'll get the two bedroom, one bath, but especially in Portland, it, I feel like there's such a big variety of the square footage of house, uh, depending on some of them have basements, some of them don't just that you can older get ones good... are going to cost. I mean, every single one I looked at was completely different. And that was actually kind of what made it the hardest was each thing is different. You're not really comparing one to another apples to oranges. Tom, okay. Tom, I have a question for you. Cause when I was looking like, I didn't realize how much there is to consider when you're buying a house too. It's like, I would send my, like a, like the address to my mom be like, Hey, look at this one. This one's cool. And she'd be like, Oh, whoa. HOAs are like way too high. Oh, whoa. Property taxes in Multnomah are going to be way through the roof. I'm like, Holy shit. Like there's so many things you have to consider when you're actually like, deciding right. to make that kind of purchase. And she'd be like, well, how long do you want to live there for? I'm like, I don't know, a couple of years. And like, well, you're going to be paying all the closing costs up front. So you're going to be losing money there i'm just like dude there's a lot that goes into like yep. your considerations when buying a house that like if you haven't done the process you just don't realize so i'm glad like i kind of had that period to like do some research and learn a little bit more right, before yeah. i actually go through with it but props to you tom i'm pumped that you, you that you got a house Thank well not to mention i mean not to sound like too much of an idiot but the whole mortgage side i mean that's all new when you're first doing it and i know people talk about it like it's commonplace because most houses have a mortgage or something behind it but up to this point in my life, I could give you the general idea. I'm definitely feeling like nervous if I'm sitting down to have that conversation, though. Oh, yeah, totally. And I think what I'm looking for is something that feels the most homey, especially if it's like if I'm just looking for an apartment like Kyle was getting. Whatever feels good to me because I know it's not going to be long term. Like whatever. you're like a vi- you're vibe guy. I'm a vibe guy. Yeah, I can just, you know, sense the aroma. Ooh, I guess I guess mine falls kind of in the vibe with you there, Tyler, because I'm looking for like. That one feature, so in my two apartments so far that I've lived in, it's been the first one, the fireplace. I loved the fireplace, fell in love right right away. It was, to be honest, a little bit small if I were to look back at it, but for our income and everything, it was great. Changed colors and all the gimmicky shit you want. Um, (laughs) And then this, the next one, because we were moving downtown, was a huge window that kind of overlooks... 
um, at least a portion of downtown. We don't yeah. have like the waterfront like or that. anything like that. I mean, we don't have the big bucks in that regard, but definitely a good view and one that like each morning when you're having coffee, it's like, okay, no matter how small the apartment bit. has to be to, in order to live downtown, this window makes it fucking worth it. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. That window's like three quarters of the cost. I, I'm easy to sell that way. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it might be. Yeah. It might be. Okay, in other trending news, Tyler. Yes. You noted this, and it's something that I, myself and Tom, I think, watched. Carol Baskin's on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. We started quarantine with the Tiger King. We yes. learned all about Carol Baskin. <laughs> her mysterious full circle moment. Seriously, it was... Talk about that. I, I mean, mean, that's it, what the start of quarantine to now, and this character, we didn't know her so, I don't remember, was more Tiger than eight King months like ago. hot in January 2020? No, March. March? Literally, oh when we all started God. being quarantined. Like, that's the first thing about quarantine I can remember outside of, obviously, the virus news yeah. and everything to come so, with that. So, I think I, myself, like most people, ended up coming out of Tiger King with hating Carol Baskin. I don't know about hating, but, like, knowing that she was up to something shady. Or at least, like, some sort of bad vibes, getting back to the vibes. But getting, getting to the vibes, vibes guy dude. Here. But then, you are but a big then vibes watching guy. the the dance and Eye of the Tiger and the it cage, it me. was... The weird, it was so awkward and weird, and I just didn't like anything about it. I think it's a great move for Dancing with the Stars because I would never watch Dancing with the Stars unless no, me neither. And I went and searched it, watched the dance, it was weird as hell. Did she get voted off? Well, so I, I don't even know. I watched it live because she was on it, like, oh, damn, you were committed, yeah, because I was just like, this is something like that'll be entertaining enough. One, I couldn't make it ever. through the dance because you're just cringing too hard, like, it's one of those things, like. You want like a scary movie, so you kind of watch through the fingers, the hand covering the eyes type of a thing. But it was so terrible. And she doesn't get voted <laughs> off on night one. I think, like Tyler said, the show's smart. They're going to milk it out, like milk well, the, this. She's going to get votes. Isn't it fan votes? It is know. fan votes, but like they don't Systems vote them off till week man. two or th- I think week two, so that they can kind of get a couple dances worth, a couple clips uh-huh. worth of stuff. And man, if she's not gone first or second, I will. I mean, I will she's be the upset. only one I know that's on the. Charles program. Oakley was not amazing. Was not super light of foot, but, but he's not. He's not. He also played in the NBA for, for twenty five years or whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, not that long, obviously, but you know, a significant amount of time. It was just weird, man. It was just weird. I, I if you go watch it, you will get the heebie-jeebies within like twenty seconds. I agreed, and probably fast forward. Yeah. All right. Our podcast in general has revolved an odd amount around the oddities in space. It's uh, so interesting as well. Space is dope. It is dope. It's a good subject. <laughs> and it's come up on our radar yet again. Kyle, do you want to explain why? Do you sure. know? Yeah, you were, you were in on this. Yeah, one, right? yeah, yeah. And this is... I, You're kind I, of I, our resident space expert, you and Tom. Yeah, I mean, I definitely watch a lot of space documentaries I have a li- and whatnot and read about it. So uh-huh. I have but- a scientific definition of what they actually found up there. Oh, shit. Oh, dude, you probably have more that to offer than I do, I'll but I can, start- I can set the, set the tone. Set and then the you mood. Can, yeah. Set the mood. Set the tone to let you just do your thing. Okay, okay, yeah, go. Wow, so you guys are arguing there, over there his There were two setting. telescopes in Hawaii um, and Chile that spotted a chemical signature that is known as a biological process or something that can host a biological process. Um on Venus, and it's it's a it's Good a gas time. that is produced from like people or if from outer space, you should be able to see like different gases that are produced from like cow shit or just whatever <laughs> are the trash in the Earth. So, like it just kind of vibrates around a, a certain portion of our Earth, and that's what we saw was a biological sign of life or some sort of gas that would 
that would um, make me make yeah. people believe that there was Earth on Earth. Sorry, that there was life on. Yeah, Venus. to clarify, lost, so to clarify, th- it's basically like there were these patterns that they were recognizing in the atmosphere of Venus. Yes, that could potentially lead to uh, potential microbes that are in the atmosphere. So we're talking like literally like single cell yeah. microorganisms. Nothing, not like actual you know intelligent and or animal life. Uh-huh. Um, so basically, they they found these patterns so and they're bacteria, like, oh, this bacteria. could be a yeah, it's similar to bacteria. It could be signs that they exist in the atmosphere and i think it's really exciting because what scientists say about venus is that it's a long unlimited. long time ago well it is now but in a, a galaxy long, long time ago away. it used to be a, a planet that was very very similar to earth it had oh. oceans it had land it had volcanic activity it basically they think it was exactly like earth in at it in its younger days but then it had a huge volcanic disruption which caused a runaway greenhouse effect so the atmosphere is basically like nothing escapes the atmosphere so all the heat the sunlight gets in but doesn't escape so that's why everything is like really Warm. hot and uh-huh. basically can't live on venus anymore so it'd be cool if they found life because that could then back scientists initial uh, uh, hypothetical or i guess their um their thoughts that there were so once life on venus because it, it goes earth and then venus in in uh proximity venus right? and earth or venus then is closer than to the sun yeah 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 that's what i meant so i mean that would kind of make sense they're far away from from the earth um i don't know it's just wild dude that they're and it's, isn't that what we're they're saying is going to happen to the earth is going to burn up and Potentially. I mean, who knows? But I think it's super cool because it's like people think like non-scientists, regular people, regular folk like us think like, oh, you know, there are plants in our solar system. We already know everything about them. It's like, dude, 40 years ago was the first time we got a craft to just fly by every planet. 40 years ago in the 70s. That's not that long ago. And only then we were only to learn so much because the craft got so close. So the fact that we're able to like learn this much more and it's only been, you know, 40 years since then. It's like we could like the next 40 years from now, we could learn so much about our own plants, our own system, yeah. not to mention the other, you know, 200 trillion also, galaxies there are. In if Earth. you don't believe in climate change, we don't like you. I'm just going to say that. Fair. I, I, I'll I take mean, that. Venus yeah, is sure. a lightweight. <laughs> I'm going to say that. Venus a is a lightweight. I mean, Earth can hold human life. Why can't Venus? Because of the runaway greenhouse. Yeah, effect. dude. Lightweight. Venus That's needs to get its weight up. That's what I'm saying. Venus needs to get its weight up. There's some gains can't even this put off those 45s on the side. That's what I mean. Like, Venus is lightweight. Oh, I'm like barely over that. <laughs> Venus is the Dallas Cowboys of the universe. <laughs> like, where they are literally, too far. they're preaching too much. Like, oh, we've got life. We're closer to the sun. We're a big deal. But then it's like, what do you do every year for us, Venus? You produce pretty average statistics. Eight and eight. Eight and eight showings. Tyler's googling furiously you know, over to my. Now left. that you say that, I'm I'm kind of on board that train. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Venus is the Dallas Cowboys of the universe. With that, uh, <laughs> I want to dive right into my Love Island update because I've resisted as long as I possibly could. So this week, fellas, as you know, there's an episode every day. That's that's the beauty of the show, honestly. Part of it, I mentioned last week, five new men and five new women joined. The original couples, they were split into two. The women stayed at the villa. The fellas went to Casa de Amor. Uh, For those who don't translate super well, that's home of love. And they they were meant to test their original relationship, see if they were strong enough to still pick their original partner or if they wanted kind of the new eye candy, the new people that entered Love Island. And I've got the results for you. In just a absolutely shocking twist of fate by the producers of Love Island that I applaud time and time again because it was it was shocking to see that they were just giving them five new of each gender. I was I was absolutely thrilled. 
And what transpired in the recoupling ceremony was nothing short of jaw-dropping. Mackenzie, I mentioned her last week as in a power couple with Connor since the beginning, Connor being the guy who was a little unsure but just kind of let her run the relationship. Well, she ran the relationship, ran it right out of town because she chose a new man (laughs) in Jalen. Jalen, the hot blondie, uh, dyed blonde, by the way, kind of water polo-esque, absolutely steals away Connor's heartthrob, you know, that hurts me personally being a namesake, but I think it's going to be okay for Connor. Uh, kind of a nice guy being shown to finish last. Again, the downside for Jalen, he already is having second thoughts. Mackenzie's showing that she might be a little too controlling for his relationship. Looks like there might be some shakeup on the horizon with that couple. Mm. Um, Kyle and Tyler, I know I asked you to look yeah, up the cast care. members. So, oh, yep, yeah, okay. I'll just go ahead and move on then. <laughs> um, the couples that decided to stay together, Justine and Caleb, they never really wavered too far. And then Selly and Johnny, I talked about Johnny last week. The dude was getting in his uh, attempts with all the women that joined Casa de Amor and ultimately found that what he had physically with them was not worth what he had uh emotionally with Selly, and for good reason i think she's probably the strongest contender out of the women um to be you know i think they as a couple i mean are the strongest contenders so i think that was a good choice by johnny um you know i think for them to finish out the show football team would be a little bit better if you spent that time not watching love island and maybe focusing on things that matter well see kyle i like to be a well-rounded human being and as such i take my time to invest in my emotional health unlike all you savages who just focus on the gridiron and the pigskin you guys are so outdated anyway let me finish up here carrington oh no (laughs) carrington don't forget carrington carrington's been kind of Puppy dog in love. He's the youngest of the... Yeah, that's a guy. He's been the youngest on the cast and has kind of made his way through the ranks um, (laughs) trying to find the right relationship that'll fuel his flame. This week, Carrington chooses a new coupling with Laurel, who has just entered Casa de Amor. Oh, by the way, this is a huge point. They're all re-entering the villa together. So now, after their time apart, everyone's back together. And if you didn't get picked, yeah, you're gone. Unless you're part of the original cast. You're gone. Exactly. (laughs) So Kirsten says, Carrington, I'll give you one more chance. But no, Carrington shows up with Laurel. I mean, that was a a grab your hair shriek type of moment. Like when I saw him come down the stairs with Laurel, I could not believe my eyes. Kirsten so far having no luck in the villa. I think she's like one of the more decent, one of the people you listen to and you're not sighing and rolling your eyes the whole time. I mean, just part of the time. I can't believe she's not finding anyone. But that being said, her and Connor are now both single. Let's see if they can pair up. Lastly, Mercedes was our hot spark in the Villa de Amor. She had been kind of making out with pretty much all the guys, most of them at least, didn't end up getting picked. So it looks like going with the aggressive game did not work out. She'll come up short on fourth and one and have to leave the show. Uh, Speaking of fourth and one, let's move into our super quick sports. Super quick sports. That was your Love Island update, by the way. Please applaud me. Thank you, Tyler. Yeah, good job. Good job. Sorry. Thank you. Oh, you guys are obviously very tuned Hey, super out. quick sports. The Miami Heat just beat the Boston <laughs> Boston Celtics. Two straight games. Boston or Miami's up 2-0. Your boy bet Miami as the underdog, plus 125. I don't know why anyone's strained from them. I would bet on them until they lose. The leadership and the team is just, they're just better. I mean, I like Miami as well. I just thought Boston and Miami were a good matchup in general. So after Miami won game one off Bam Adebayo's amazing last second block. That was insane. I was like, okay, Boston's going to come back and respond. No, none such luck. I mean, 
I think not having Gordon Hayward's actually a huge loss. <laughs> I mean, I, I agree. Like, but I don't think it would have made too big of a difference in these specific two games. <laughs> Connor, like, I got this. <laughs> when the, when the, we're watching Thursday Night Football, Browns and uh, Bengals, and when the notable injuries report comes up after week one and three of the players are on the list. Three out, out of the four. Out of the four. And Connor has three out of the four on his fantasy team. It's got to hurt. One of us is the really got to hurt. You, can't have <laughs> you got Michael Thomas, Marlon Mack, and who's and Le'Veon Bell just down for C. Scott over here as the commissioner. We only have too. seven to ten as, minutes to do our super yeah, quick sports, I just, so let's that, that not talk fantasy about. football. We can move on now. Uh, um, <laughs> Clippers and Denver is what everyone's going to want to hear about. Woo! The Denver Nuggets come Nuggets, back baby. and complete the 3-1 redemption tour against the LA Clippers and it feels a little sweeter if you're a Portland Trailblazer oh, fan. Good. Kyle, so good. the Twitter drama that transpired with <laughs> CJ and Dame following the game. You noted CJ McCollum may be your favorite player now. Well, yeah, I said Savage CJ <laughs> is probably my new favorite CJ and without a doubt he's my yeah, new favorite oh CJ. I, you know, Twitter and he figures, doesn't miss. He oh, yeah, miss. I know. It was just it was pretty classic. I mean, I just felt like they you know, some people would say that maybe they were being dramatic, but it's like, dude, Not I mean, they're all. they're just responding to, you know, they talk shit on them. So, you know, Damon, CJ, like when they get their opportunities, they're going to talk shit back. That's what so, I like, too, was that there was nothing uncalled for. Or there was nothing new. It was literally all just callbacks. Right. right. It was they started all responses. All. That's what it, all responses have to love it. Absolutely that, love it. Is that they, a pass, Connor? Huh? Is that a pass? That was a pass. Tom and hits Baker hits live on the show. Hey, can you guys focus on our topics? I mean, anyway, Dame, Dame <laughs> saying, "Hey, should I reserve a spot for you for Cancun to Pat Bev or whatever?" Was I think it had within an hour had like over a hundred thousand retweets. It was insane. Blew up. Everyone is on Damien and the Blazers side. I think it's. I love how open and honest they are about it, and how much shit the Clippers talk and just don't back it up. I mean, the Blazers made it to the. Western Conference Finals last year, the Clippers have still yet to do more than the Blazers. And same with Paul George. We had that debate. Um, shout out Backyard Blazers. But uh, when we were talking about the career difference between Paul George and Damian Lillard, playoff P, you can suck it. I mean, we just beat that same team last year. I don't. I mean, I understand they're a year better. I would argue that the Blazers would, would be a year better this year if we ran into them. Totally. Um, but I, you know, as the degenerate Blazer fan that I am, I'm going to just immediately assume that since the the Nuggets beat the Clippers in a seven-game series, so with the Blazers. And I like the matchup oh, yeah. that we get for the... I thought the L.A. matchup would be the most fun, but I think the Lakers would just destroy them. I think Denver actually gives them a tough matchup. At least they're able to throw a bunch of different defensive matchups at Anthony Davis and LeBron to kind of mix it up on them, but I still think Lakers are pulling out with a W. And, and the last thing about the Blazers, uh, especially the shit talking on Twitter, is I love that. I expected it from Dame, but then CJ went off. He went off more than Dame. That's did. what yeah. I mean. That was nice to see because, I mean, they've always been noted as, you know, good friends along with great teammates. And I think you see CJ coming to the defense not only of himself, but of his team, of his teammates, Complete and especially of his partner with. Dame Lillard, well, what are you going to say that night? I mean, like, you just blew a 3-1 Well, that's when lead. you know you're in the wrong. You have nothing to say. you got to love to see that out of especially Pat Bev, in my opinion. I, I love seeing Pat Bev lose. What, what, yeah. He, 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 yeah, anyway, last Blazer note. Dame Lillard, second team All-NBA. He was yeah. named today. Um, Well-deserved, if not first team. D did you guys have any follow-up comments? Did you think he deserved maybe a look at or a nod at first team, or do you think this was probably correct based on you know, how the awards fell. I thought the Luca first team That's who I was, was a little, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I think Luca's incredible, and I think he's obviously a first-team NBA caliber player. 
Um, but I did see some tweets that kind of showed the statistics throughout the season, and Dame did seem to be superior in most well, statistics compared to Luca. And I'm not saying that should sway the argument. I do think it should be factored in. But you know, do I think the NBA wants Luca to be hyped a little bit? Of course, you know he's, and I think he's he might be, be next. Yeah, basically, he's, you know, if we're he's talking like, about the top. I, yeah, I, I totally agree. I wasn't mad at Luca first team at all. If anything, and I know it's a hard argument for a lot of people to get, but the Rockets' stats across the board are inflated by, from the way they play. And regular season, they will be inflated and show a ton of points, especially for the star star players like Russell and James Harden. But I don't know. I, I, I could have seen Dame taking that leap over James Harden. I I don't know. What do you guys think about that? I, I think that's really tough because James Harden is, I mean, he's one of the best players in the NBA. And although I would like to see Dame placed over him, I think if he were, what you'd see on the flip side, the amount of, uh, you know, James frustration yeah, and yeah. all that kind of thing from people that think James should have been on uh-huh. would show you that, yeah, maybe that's that's too bold. I was more frustrated Russell made the third team, to be honest, but that, yeah, that that's ridiculous. doesn't that's really what, affect yeah. the Blazers, so no, I'm trying to hold my tongue. I would I would say I'm more frustrated with Luka than Harden over Dame. Luka would have been yeah. mine, too. But because this was, the, like, Dame had his best season so far like right it was he w- was the most valuable player for the blazers by far without him we wouldn't even sniff the playoffs so. and he's bubble mvp did that get back in it's tough not. though when luca has such totally. good well-rounded i mean he's he's I, got I also, lebron like statistics i have a thought which makes about the all nba teams and like making it positionless what do you guys think about that because like rudy gobert third team or second like yeah, he's good, but like, there's better overall players, right? Or do you guys like how we fill it out? I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't like yeah. it either because if my job, like, if you have to play a role in the NBA, like Rudy Gobert didn't choose to be seven feet tall, but like, he's not going to be able usually unless you're Kevin Durant to dribble and do everything that you need to do. Or Giannis, I guess. I guess there's quite a few now. But yeah, but you my can't... point saying like, if you're the center, my job's to play center, and I should be rewarded if I'm the best at that position. Totally, and you're not going to be, if you're 7'2 and haven't been shooting jump shots your entire life, you're not going to all of a sudden get to the NBA and start shooting you know, 15 threes a game. No, like yeah. And going positionless, to. I just think it becomes all about offense, and at that point it's like, we're yeah. basically yeah, just yeah. talking about centers you know, at this day and age, but I think Gobert well, uh, and I think, uh, who is the, like Bam Adebayo, people like that, they mm-hmm. should get uh, their fair shake to you know. No, grab and I agree, but spots. I just, like, the way that the league is going, it's like, you could have a... 15 players all guards almost you know like I, I don't agree necessarily either it was just a thought i was going to throw out there but um okay yeah. we got we got like one minute left on our super sp- quick sports uh football is where we have to go the big 10 is back the yeah. ncaa voted big 10's back do you think the pac 12's following let's get a quick vote Kyle? Uh, sure i'm gonna go with yes tom <laughs> it sounds like no no tyler you said you don't care why is that I don't know. College football just doesn't get for me, and the Beavers lose every game they play. Okay, so it's an um, Oregon State thing. Yeah. I'm with you. I was going to say I don't care I don't really think so, because though. I think the season's just—it's too late. It's it's just fake in my head, like it or not fake. It's just not going to. I'd rather college basketball just be established. Let's just you know yeah. football agreed. Can, yeah, let's I'd just, rather see make co- sure it, which they did announce November. I think 21st or whatever is the start of the college basketball season. It has been said. It's been set. Let's just focus on that and make sure that that happens. I because I can't go two years in a row without a March Madness. Yeah. I might blow my brains out. Yeah. Also, last week, shout out Naomi Osaka and Dominique Thiem for winning their first. Or, I mean, Naomi Osaka's third 
major championship yeah, in tennis. Dominic Team's first major title open. Yep. Obviously, it has to be noted, Rafa and Federer both didn't play. Rafa would have won. I'm a pro Rafa oh, and, guy yeah. always. And then Djokovic, Djokovic squared up a yeah. lines lady. And <laughs> yeah, that, that was uh, awesome. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know about awesome, but it was it was interesting. It was oh, that was funny. Come on. It, it was, was funny. <laughs> it was funny. That was the most exaggerated reaction I've ever seen to being hit by a tennis ball. I'm sure it hurt real bad, but like, let's be honest. It was well, but she funny. was hyperventilating like it was but over. It's also like a major Djokovic move. It is a major it, it joke. Definitely is. I was happy to see him get kicked out just because <laughs> I don't like him. Uh, U.S. Open at golf or U.S. Yeah. Open golf kicked off at Wingfoot today. Yeah. Uh, it was supposed to be a course that absolutely destroyed the players in 06. The winning score was plus five, I believe. Today we had 24 players go under par with the leader Justin Thomas shooting a 65 for a five under. Um, so good. Rumors that the winged foot lead groundskeeper called the USJ, USGA furious about where the tee box placements were and just thinking that it was way too easy and was ruining the reputation of the course. No so way. tune in Friday through Sunday if you like seeing pro golfers struggle on the course. Tom. Interesting. Going yes. over to you here for your topic. That's That wraps up our super quick sports. So I'm wondering if you have one. If not, I got a backup. I did wake up to a little bad news today. Tom. Um, so I'm thinking PlayStation 5. Xbox, what is it? X, the Xbox X series. They went too high tech for me. Yeah, um, but the PlayStation Five just went rogue and put their PlayStation on pre-order before they said they were going to, and now you can't even place a pre-order on the PlayStation Five, which is already slated for November. Xbox staying true to their pre-order date, and I'm just—is it—is there enough of a reason to wait for the PlayStation to restock, or do we think it's going to restock that quick? I think they'll restock pretty quick and get it, because they're going to try and everyone's playing video games these days, especially with quarantine and COVID and all that and staying home. Um, I'm personally going to wait for it. There's a, there's a uh, I think they'll restock they, pretty quick. There's a reason they need to restock because everyone wants a PS5. That's fair. Well, I mean, yeah, and they're, if their major competitor is going to have a product out and they're not going to, that's a that's a huge business mistake. So I'm assuming they're going to find some way to. Yeah. Well, I'm I just don't want it to be like December. And I'm still waiting, still waiting for something. Yeah. That's Speaking we'll of which, see. I owned Tom and Tony Hawk this weekend. It was sad. It was sad. He claimed to be good, and I doubled his score in the last 10 seconds. Wow. For those sad. of you listening, you can't see the grin on Connor's face right now. I absolutely <laughs> uh, No. But, Tom, I think you got to wait for the PS5 because... I don't know about you. We talked about this a little in one of our prior episodes. PS5, PlayStation's on top right now. I've been an Xbox guy in my past. I switched over on the PS4. And I got to say, it's better right now. The Xbox just went too high tech and tried to do too much, I think, when they went with the Xbox One. We'll see if they can recover here. But as of now, also the skinniness, the the thinness, thinness is probably better. better, Thinness is so much better on the PlayStation controller. The Xbox, too fat. Too yeah. fat of a I own both, and I, I gave oh, away. Oh, shit. We got I, Mr. Big I had, Bucks. A, I had a three, or not a three, sorry, a one first, and I gave New it to my brother when consoles? I got a PS4. So I, I agree with Connor. The PS4 is definitely on top. I feel like it's a smoother gameplay, too. I, that could just be totally my bias, but uh, I well, feel there like it is. I guess I'm a PlayStation guy. Boom. Yeah, let's I go, I think you got to wait, Tom. And Emily, the show. I'll end it at that. Yeah, Tom's a lacrosse or a lacrosse guy. Sorry, lacrosse guy too, though we know that well, yeah. guys. we're all lacrosse guys. But Tom's a lacrosse guy, so I don't know if the show's gonna Dude, gonna bro. sell him. Um, That's all right. Okay, Dude, did Tom? Yes. Look at me. I'm looking at you. Solid cradle, Kyle. That's Solid cradle. <laughs> You're right there. 
<laughs> last little uh, topic here before we wrap up this week's episode. I wanted to ask you guys. This came up. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Those Bud Light seltzers, they Getting just hit a buddy. little... Well, they just hit a little different. Unlike the core seltzers at 4.5, the Bud Light packs in the punch with a 5% alcohol oh, get the volume. fuck out of here. In ABV. So it's true. You can no, tell, and a wrong. little more flavor as yeah, well. That's wrong. Anyway, we'll move on. Um, team Bud Light seltzer. No. What's your guys' perfect scenario for a road trip? So that, that encompasses a lot, I understand, with such a simple question. It's not just the time you're going to be on the road. It's not just the snacks available in the carts, not just the entertainment during this span of time, not just who your partner is, the bathroom breaks. It encompasses all of that. What's kind of your ideal road trip scenario? Uh, I want to hear kind of your take on what you're looking for if you're going to put in the miles to make it as easy as possible. Hmm. Who wants to start on this? I'll start. Um, I feel <laughs> like <laughs> Kyle's ready. I feel like so. I'm assuming this is a long road trip. So we're gonna start with that. So that's it's, up it's to a you. long road trip. What's okay. the perfect? Well, that's a good start. What's the perfect length of road trip? Well, there's not really a good length of a road trip. Like it's gonna suck oh, I disagree. either way. But I mean, oh, I disagree. If it's like under three hours, I don't really consider that a road trip. To be honest, no, that's fair. I, I yeah. think like to the Prineville house that we just it was four hours. You know, a little four hours. That's that's, 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 that's a road trip. That's, that's a road I would trip. say that I would say that qualifies. I guess. As I think three trip, hours yeah. is the threshold. Three hours. Okay. So what's the perfect? I think length? eight is like the tipping point where it starts yeah. to get long. Like, I think eight yes. is obviously long, yes. but like I could put in eight and still be okay. Yes, that's a great. point. I think if I get to eight, I'm feeling. Lo- I think six is the point where I'm like, if it's six or under, I'm like, okay. I think of that as the same as I think of a trip to like Eugene, which is about two hours. It's like, yes, it's going to be boring substantially longer. I obviously can do the math. Well, maybe, but <laughs> at the same time, I think of it as like, okay, that's an uncomfortable amount of time over six. I'm like. This is a couple stops. This is planning out where the gas is. This is all that kind of mm-hmm. a shindig. Yep. So my mine would be six hours is kind of my ideal length of time. Yep. Uh, I would consider myself an efficient road tripper, which means Ooh. limited stops. Like, we don't stop to pee, all right? No. You fucking hold it, okay? You can do it. <laughs> I know you can. Unless it's, like, real, real bad and both of you got to go, then obviously you can do it. But I, I'm of the opinion that you should not be stopping unless it's for food and or fuel for the car. Or, or if you're on a hangover drive and you have, like, a shit or something. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, different circumstances. Yeah. We, could, we could argue that all day. But anyway, the person I want is someone who can do two things. Two, obviously, or one, obviously, like, have the conversation when it's time to have conversation time. Two, also listen to music when it's listen to music time. Because you guys know me. I like to listen to my music a little bit louder when I'm driving in particular. Too loud. And I don't like when the music's on and like you're trying to talk over the music at me. It's like, okay, look, we had time for talking. We have time for music. Don't turn it up to 40 then. It's not up 40, man. It's just <laughs> so I can hear it. You know, I'm trying to appreciate the music, you know, because I, I love <laughs> the arts. the artist. Yeah, I love the arts. Um, but the biggest pet peeve is the person that has to stop for peeing all the time. I cannot stand it. There's hold some it. small bladders you're, out there. You feel Dude. the urge to pee when your bladder's a third full. Fucking hold it. We can all do it. Especially if it's under six hours, there's no excuses. You I give I give females a complete pass because peeing for them is obviously 12,000 times harder. Yeah. And so if they need to pee, I'm okay with it. I can't really understand the difference. If you're a dude... What is the difference? Or That I think they have... I think I would guess scientifically smaller bladders, but also you can't just pull over and go. For guys, the thing is I can hold it as long as possible because in the 911 scenario... All I need is off the road, and then yeah. I can. And actually, Mentally most of the time, changes, I guess, actually, yeah. yeah. And and ov- honestly, most of the time, I'm really not above. If this is an all male road trip, 
Oh, the bottle? The yeah. pee bottle. For I'm sure. not... And honestly, in my, I've said honestly 4,000 times because peeing is an honest honest subject. It but uh, I have to... I'll carry one in my personal car just by myself on normal trips, too. If it's just not efficient, I'm pulling over. I'm getting to a spot where no one can see me. Peeing in the bottle. I, I'm sorry, Fair. Tyler. And the, men- You're the, the mental thing. Don't give me that you look. mentioned the, me- the mental thing could change it. If, if you know that you can't just like pee anywhere. That's that what would, I mean. That would change your... Yeah, I get that. I that's think fair. women have a whole different scenario, also, so I'm ruling them that's out. I kind of thought the same thing of like someone who doesn't want to stop much, but the more you think about it, if you're on a six-hour drive and you take a five-minute bathroom break, it's 1% of your entire trip, and it's not going to matter that much. I agree. It's, it's, it's more like just... Illusion's not the right word, I guess, but it's like you're really never saving that much time by holding it. Or and that's my but opinion. Sometimes as you well, got to go like you know, five minutes off the freeway, which means you got to get five minutes back on. Like it no, adds up, man. Depends. It adds up. It okay. piles up. Let's continue but, the conversation yeah, yeah. a little bit. I'll go. I, I say it's important to have someone with you that has the radio on lock and maybe that makes a couple playlists before you go on this road trip with like a wide variety of music because it just passes the time. And when you're just going for a while, you, you need some good tunes on. I think before you go on the drive, it's important to get, for me, a large coffee because I'm generally driving most times. That's get a, a diuretic. Co- no, but not for me. So not, risky. not if you, you drink poop. it every day. So risky. It, does, it doesn't, doesn't really mess with me, ma- me that much. And then a little twist. If I'm going with the boys, and it depends on the group I'm with, and if I'm not driving... Maybe a little doobie, little doobie before we go, so you can enjoy the little doobie sesh. <laughs> just, <laughs> you know, before just, go, like, just, get, just before you go, like, just before you go, little doobie sesh. Get yourself in that relaxed yeah, mindset. Where to where? Yeah, we got, we got really a long drive ahead. Let, let's space out for a couple couple hours here, and uh, yeah, I think that's important. Oh, I don't do, think that. I don't think driving. many would disagree. I think that just puts you in the mindset, like, yeah, I can chill here for yeah, as no, long it, as it, you it need. helps big time. It helps big time. Pass the time real quick. Yeah, I think with you guys, like. I'm actually not I, I like people that can control the music, except instead of music, I'm a huge podcast guy. I want something that's like if we're not gonna talk, then just let's, let's have listen, a, to listen to a conversation because music to me is just basically a certain type of timer. It's like every song to, is about four minutes in my head. So yeah. I'm almost counting like, okay, we've been through five songs. That means we've covered twenty minutes. That's true. That means we've Whoa. covered I that agree. Many miles. I can do like maybe like an hour of music on a drive and it, then it's gotta be podcast preferably mm. sometimes a new one that's like yes. more story based or narrative based and yes. you yeah. can kind of get sucked so in. so you can kind of imagine it not even a book on tape is book on tape's not out of the either. picture either yeah I'm i like you. the crime podcast for road trips too yeah that's good uh, uh book on tape's not out of the question and then how about this fellas nowadays you can download so easily yeah, we'll do a Netflix. We'll do it. Yeah, yeah. I do that with I'd, Game of Thrones. So <laughs> what we'll do is we'll have the passenger, you know, obviously set everything up. We're not ha- we're hands free driving all the time, all the time. But <laughs> wink, Tyler. <laughs> then we will uh, just throw it kind of in the middle area, and really, it's kind of the the same idea as a podcast. Where if you're not watching, you'll imagine what's happening, and then you can glance down enough. Especially those six hour road trips, you're going to hit some freeway. I'm not saying you're watching the show, but you'll glance down enough that you'll you get what's going on. Yeah, exactly. So are you not like a discover guy of music then? So you must not like like to listen to music that you've never heard before hey, to like try and find I, Well, no, so I like do in life. Yeah. I hate that on road trips. I hate, so on road trips, I'm big on like, I need to be entertained. I can't mm. just really look out the window. Because you need the time to go by fast. So yes. You need your brain I, I, Yes. Okay, yeah. I cannot just look out the window and think. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I need... I can talk. I can really? always talk. You guys know that. Um, but I need someone like I'm okay being quiet as well. But it can't just be like 
music or if it's music, I need to be able to sing under my breath. Something like that. <laughs> like I can't do the new music thing because I just get bored being like, yeah, this song's pretty good, but I don't know the words, so I'm just waiting for it to finish until something that I can sing comes on. Until WAP comes fair, on. Fair, fair. <laughs> Not until <laughs> WAP comes on, Tyler. <laughs> Speaking of WAP, Tyler, what yeah. are your thoughts? No, I was I was on Reddit this past week, and I saw a WAP story where there was a, a young lady who was working at like a Toys R Us type store. Um, the night before had recently added WAP to the wrong playlist. She added it to her work playlist, which was like little kid type music. And while she was ringing someone up, had uh, the next thing you hear is WAP comes on. And just Google the lyrics. You would know that it would be quite an awkward uh, ordeal if WAP comes on in a Toys R Us. So Especially she had to, she had to leave the, the counter and just haul ass to the music player. I just thought it made me laugh. It was a hilarious scenario. And the song WAP in general is just... I listened to it for the first time on my sister's birthday on the boat with my parents. And we're out there just banging WAP, and my dad's like, what the fuck are we listening to? That's all. It's, it's definitely funny. Like, let me preface this by saying, like, obviously, I don't think that song should be played in that kind of a store. It's not appropriate. <laughs> but I will say, like, let's be honest. The little kids don't know, like, what the words mean. Like, no. uh, assuming so, they don't know what the words mean. So, like, that's why it's kind of hilarious to me, yeah. where it's like, that's that's why I don't think it's so messed up, because it's like, none but of the them understand. Are, like, looking at a... Elmo toy and yeah. <laughs> that wet ass. <laughs> Definitely. If I had to be stuck in a Toys R Us for an hour, I might want to listen. to um, some that's yeah, yeah, as a parent, that's the best thing that happened to you that day. That's what's hard is that you see a lot of the parents in there dropping into the TikTok dance, and it's like, oh man, this is I a can't whole control it. Yeah, the whole phenomenon. All right, let's get to our free ads of the week. Uh, Kyle, I'm going to you. Did you have any? Do you have any cold takes? Not a lot of cold takes this episode. Honestly, this is the thing. This You're is losing two, your course. Two weeks in a row where like I've been caught with the free ad of the week and haven't really been able to like think of a specific cold take because we haven't had a lot of bickering this episode. Good job, boys. We're yeah. really getting along as a squad. I'm glad to see it coming into our own a little bit here. Uh, Tom, do you have one on your end? Yeah, uh, Happy Time Teriyaki and Happy Valley. <laughs> That's a really good choice. Those days when you just don't want to leave because of the smoke and you don't have anything to cook, they they have some pretty good teriyaki. Not quite Mashitas, but other people deserve a shout-out as well. So, Happy Time Teriyaki. All right, Todd. Yeah, I'll go on, on the same food train as you. I've been working in Newburgh and McMinnville a lot recently, and there's a sandwich shop called Sandwich Express. I think some of you guys may know it because maybe I have introduced it to you. But the bread is fluffy as ever, and the sandwiches are amazing. So I'm going to go Sandwich Express in Newburgh and or McMinnville. All righty. Mm-hmm. I'm going with local business Carl's Jr. Um, oh, nice. Carl's Jr. currently offering two Western bacon cheeseburgers for two ninety nine. Or if you're not into that, you can also get a California Classic or a Jalapeno oh, cheeseburger wow. each for two ninety nine as well. Um, Carl's Jr., best <laughs> item on the menu right now, the jalapeno poppers. I just sent Kyle to go get them. Kyle, what was the review? They're really good. Um, <laughs> you, you said I had to get double uh, more than six. I said I double six. Yeah, I only got I, one six. So that, but it, to be fair, it was my first <sighs> time having them, so I wanted to you know try them out. I wish they were a little spicier, but damn, they were really delicious. Um, combining those with their fried zucchini, whew, my God. Really I'm not going zucchini. to a fast food place to get fried zucchini. That's Dude, it's good. It's you good. don't go to a fast food place and get fried zucchini. You just don't do that. I mean, most people don't go to a fast food place and get jalapeno poppers. Most? 
Yeah, most people don't. But that's at least unhealthy. Why else am I going to fast food? I'm not going there to Are buy a vegetable. Are jalapeno considered that unhealthy? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they're yeah. cheese and jalapeno. Like, and that's about is. it. That is, well, it is hilarious that they have fried zucchini on the menu. At I do, too. I agree. That's a, a <laughs> hilarious, hilarious attempt by Carl's Jr. to be healthy. <laughs> <laughs> with that, let's wrap up this episode of the Backyard Banter Podcast. Yeah. For uh, Connor, Tyler, yeah. Kyle, <laughs> Ty, Ty, you, Tom, Ty. Tom. You had something to say. Connor. Yes. What? <laughs> Peace out. Bye. It's late to Roy. This is for the... A three wins the series. It's Lillard. He got the shot off.